The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show. All are you going to love this show. See, I have a special holiday gift for all of my great listeners. And by the way, you are great. Thank you for this eight years of tremendous following. You are all awesome and helping me explain quality of life for Americans and people throughout the world living with disabilities. Ready for your holiday gift? I have a superstar celebrity today on the show. You are going to be so excited because I have one of the most famous fashion moguls. And by the way, my engineer is wearing his clothing right now. He is the founder of Artist and Instigators, founder and CEO of Mark Echo Enterprises. He's a philanthropist, and he is very rare. He is one of those celebrities, successful, who gives back. And I've got to say, this is our saying. The, if you're hearing the echo of equality for Americans with disabilities, that's because my guest is Mark Echo. Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joyce. Thanks for that uh, very generous introduction. Thank you. We're, 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 we're going to get T-shirts made. All echo, right. Echoing equality, Mark Echo. Good. It's good to be here with you today. Well, it's good to have you. Mark, you truly are like one of those Horatio Alger, one of those incredible success stories because you started as a high school student. You were in a makeshift studio in your parents' garage in New Jersey. You went to Rutgers College of Pharmacy, and then I love this part. At the age of 20, only with an airbrush, you founded Echo Unlimited. Now, here's my question. Yeah. Many people have dreams when they're young, but you know those dreams don't always happen. So what sure. gave you the confidence to believe at such a young age and then accomplish such greatness at a young age? I, well, you know, I, um, I don't know if it was any one thing. I think it was the sequence of a, a bunch of events and people and being at the right uh, being in the right place at the right time having the right skill set to do the job i think um i think the, the 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 consistent thing that probably connects the dots along the way for me has um uh been the sense of this desire to want to discover things you know and that there's uh the, 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 that i'm fueling i'm feeding um uh, a creative need uh, there's a creative purpose that I'm facilitating that's giving myself, you know, some meaning um, beyond just getting the job done. And I think that drives me um, through good times and bad. And, and I think you need a device 
to drive you through the good times and the bad because it's not all good. Um, and uh, certainly for me, uh, there's this nagging, I don't know where it comes from, why it's there, but this nagging need to have to create something of my day and to discover something. And, and that journey is, uh, I still find it exciting. And I think that's been the, the, the thing that has driven me um, from a very young age through to, you know, where I'm at in my career now. Wow. But, and, and that is phenomenal, but I have one other question to that first question, which is, how did you gain the confidence? I mean, you know, what yeah. made you think you could do this? Oh, I think the confidence probably came, uh, you know, probably from mostly, uh, you know, my family, I would say. Um, I think... I, I, I got the feedback loop going where, you know, I would create something, I would paint something for my friends in high school, and, you know, the, there was the social feedback and that kind of social currency that they would say, oh, I like it, or however, it, you know, it came back to you, and it gave you a sense of purpose and confidence, but as, as early as I can remember being a young boy, my grandmother always made a big fuss over my artwork. And I think probably that kind of constant reaffirmation um was probably a tremendous uh, vehicle and, and a, a, you know, a tremendous element in, in fueling my confidence. And the other thing that I'm very lucky in life to have, and I often, I don't get to say thanks enough to, is, is I'm, I'm a twin. I have a twin sister. And my twin sister, Marcy, has been, I think, the X factor um, in helping me, uh, you know, uh, uh, professionally and personally, and uh, it's been—it's funny, and, and it's not so much she's a confidence booster as much as she is someone who brings you back down to reality when you're when you get carried away. I think I've had that kind of ghost of reason in my sister Marcy, and I think um, you know if I could quantify any one single person, obviously beyond my wife and you know my kids. I'd say my twin Marcy is uh, was and and still remains a critical piece of um, I think of why I'm uh, successful. I'm a very loyal advisor, right, with no strings attached, and through good and bad. And to have that is um, better than any lawyer you could hire or accountant or you know professional advisor. Absolutely, you know and. Marcy, if you're listening to the show or if you hear it again when it is replayed, who knew? Who knew <laughs> that by you doing this, look what would happen. So you know that is a great compliment to you. No, uh, but you, ha- you have become a uh, legendary designer. You are a global leader in the young men's uh, brand. So what made you do that? Like, you know, what made you decide this is going to be my thing, young men's uh, clothing. Well, I, I I think it was that's just where I started, right? It was it was kind of like I started with T-shirts, and when I started, you know, I was 19 years old, turning 20, and I was just trying to satisfy a need for myself as a consumer. You know, I kind of viewed myself as the as the consumer, um, and uh, you know that became the foundation for my business. I've you know always uh, you know started with T-shirts, expanded to um, obviously a much broader lifestyle assortment, and today we do suiting and home stuff and fragrance and all kinds of stuff that I I never contemplated back then. Uh, I certainly only dreamt about it when I first started. 
But, you know, I kind of just, you know, I've become the, the consumer and, you know, I'm just going on the journey, going on, you know, as, as my consumer gets older and as I get older, um, I'm kind of filling in the blanks of the areas that I'm not servicing. Um, and, uh, you know, just thus reflecting on, you know, my life and my desire to want to run a sustainable and successful business and, um, you know, just crack, keep cracking at it. Well, you are cracking at it. You have done a phenomenal job. Hey, if you just tuned in, you are hearing the voice of Mark Echo. You know Echo, Echo Clothing. That is him. That's Mark Echo. He is the founder of Artist and Instigators Company, the CEO of Mark Echo Enterprises. But to me, he is also a philanthropist, and a civil rights leader for all of us living with disabilities. And that's why, hear me now, you know you're going to support Echo Attire, Echo Brand, because we don't have enough people that take such an interest in us, so we're going to make sure we pay it forward. Well, this sure. is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com we'll be back with the echo of equality mark echo don't go away (laughs) talk 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 that's all we do is talk if you'd like to talk call us toll free right now at 1-866-472-5787 that's it that's it voiceamerica.com how has your belief system been formed has it been based on others telling you what to believe do you desire to make changes in your life that you know will bring you deeper fulfillment Tune in to The Ripple Effect with Catherine Cloward for your weekly dose of inspiration and encouragement. Whether it be in your business, personal relationships, or family life, this show will help you recognize and trust your intuitive knowing. Catherine and her guests will help inspire you to make fulfilling choices for your life. The Ripple Effect is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Hi, I'm Greg Grumberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop, and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Spender. 
Hey, welcome back to the show. And you know what? My birthday's tomorrow. So someone asked me, what do you want? I said, of course, what would I want? I want something that says echo. That's what I want. I want something that says echo because I have superstar celebrity Mark Echo. On our show today, isn't that you just, all this superstar that celebrity stuff? You're making me self-conscious. Oh, well, pressure, well, let me just tell you: it's if a lot you of met him, if you met him, you would never, you would, you would think, "Wow, what a handsome young man!" But let me just tell you: not condescending, not arrogant in any way. Oh, thank you. So I, I hope I we, never blow that uh, that image now. Oh, you won't. We won't let you. (laughs) Cool. Mark, before we move on to talking about my favorite subject, which is AAPD, um, you are, uh, although you are world-renowned in clothing, and uh, but also in social gaming, like that Dexter the Game, which I know is the TV show. Yeah. um, Yeah. And and you do take time to give back. I read about all these charities that you have assisted in founding. Why don't you talk about a few of those? Sure. Yeah. I, I um, you know, I I got involved, um, you know, in philanthropic giving, um, probably in the late. 90s, probably around 97, 98 was uh, the the core time when I started, and uh, I had been associated to some philanthropic efforts where you know you'd you'd write a check and you'd you'd go to a nice gala, which are you know are important and beautiful. But for me, I wanted to participate in something deeper um, and be able to be hands on uh, with some efforts. And uh, particularly at that time in my career, I was going through a lot of financial difficulty in like 96, 97. And um, between my partner and my uh, twin sister, Marcy, my business partner, Seth Gertzberg, we committed uh, uh, a when and if we become profitable, we'd give our first money away to charity. And uh, that, that path... Um, has has kind of enabled us to uh believe in this philosophy that you there's something greater than you beyond what you're making uh and that there's more purpose beyond just the dollar uh that you're creating um and uh we got involved with a orphanage you know the ukraine um uh, in Odessa called Tikva in the Tikva Children's Home and uh, you know in fact we've got a big event coming up next week uh, actually this week uh, um, my, I can't believe the, the days are blurring together uh, and um, it also led me to get involved with uh, stuff here in the states I, I founded an organization called Sweat Equity Education um, which is uh, which is a, uh, a high school kind of dropout intervention program, but really steeped in design theory. Like we figure you could teach kids to the open to hire and make the their learning and the, you know from a design curriculum point of view relevant um, to what you need to do on the job. And uh, funny enough, they would uh, they would succeed at it, and that's been a great program. I've been involved with a whole host of educational. Um, Initiatives. In fact, that's how I ended up connecting to the APD um, was through uh, through the, the 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 realm of education. When I was working on um, uh, a initiative to get corporal punishment, which is the paddling of uh, children in public schools uh, as a means of discipline, 
uh, abolished, uh, I came across some startling data points around kids uh, in need or kids that are uh, have uh, learning disabilities are disproportionately paddled in the states where it's still legal. Um, uh, crazy statistics that were coming out, like a two, you know, uh, like a you know two to one uh, um, statistics, uh, and uh, that's how I ended up uh, meeting um, Tony Coelho at the time and uh, uh, the team around AAPD, um, and they came on board and signed my pledge to help me uh, work to uh, legislate, um, work with legislators rather to abolish corporal punishment in American public schools. And um, they were just great people, and I got to know the folks at AAPD and the uh, their mission and, um, uh, you know, really connected with them. Wow. You, you know what? You are just like an unbelievable person. What a great story. <laughs> that thing about, well, you know, a, when you became profitable, thing. the first thing you would do is give back. You yeah. are a great role model, and I'm going to make sure you are part of my Bender Leadership Academy in oh, the United you. States. You are an awesome thank example. You. But I don't thank want to you. do all the talking because I think we have a caller on the line. Sure. Go ahead, caller. Hello, this is Cheryl calling. Hey, um, Cheryl, Mark, how Mark, are you? Hi, Mark, I hi, wanted Cheryl. to call in. Hi, because you are a role model. I'm a disabled person. I had an opportunity to meet you, but I was back in my home state of Wisconsin. But mm-hmm. I am so thrilled. I have two of your outfits. You do do women's fashions as well, and I have one purse. And I'm right. looking forward we to do. wearing we them to the it. gala. I, I, I am so thrilled that you are involved with AAPD, uh, anti-bullying is one of our major, major efforts um, for these few years. And I can see that you're also of the same thought with Joyce and with me and a lot of disabled people in looking toward the future. You're involved yeah. so much with children. And we have a, I'm involved with AAPD, and we have a huge internship program where we, we help uh, and hopefully guide them and uh, young people of various disabilities on. I just wanted to call in because I am so impressed with your your interest in in, in philanthropic activities. I like your outfits. I'll be wearing them to the gala. Thank I can't, you. Cheers. Oh, Mark, I can't wait to see the fashion show. Yeah, it's going to be good. Oh, be well, I'm, I know I can't do your outfits justice, but I can't figure out which <laughs> one to wear. But I'll be there, and I just want—I just look forward to the opportunity of, of seeing you there. Cheers, oh, look forward to seeing you as well. And just so you know there, Mark, Cheryl is a wonderful leader in this country for the disability community. But in addition to that, she is our AAPD supermodel. So oh, she okay. will look great in whatever she has to wear great. of yours. For great. a 61-year-old lady, please, Joyce. <laughs> great. Well, well, you may be, you don't look 61, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> you are one, you are a fireball, Cheryl. You are. And I love you, and I love what you do to help us and to help these young people being bullied. So, you know, keep on doing what you're doing. We all love you. Thank you, Joyce. And, Mark, we can never thank you enough. You, uh, you are cheers. so impressed. My pleasure. Thank it'll, you. It'll be wonderful. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, I'm, Cheryl brought that up about the anti-bullying. See, I started yeah. this over 13 years ago, 
Mm-hmm. I do volunteer work where I train high school students with disabilities about the world of work leadership, but I found out by accident how a great proportion of these students, like people from the LGBT community, mm-hmm. are brutally bullied. And just this past week, um, we lost a young woman. Mm. And mm. we're talking about people from 11 to 14. Yeah. Um, and that's why everything we're doing at AAPD is about stopping this brutal bullying. And while we're on that subject, Mark, for any young person listening to the show that's been going through this, are you there for them? Of course I am. I, you know, look, it's... Uh... For me, one of the reasons that I got uh, involved with this, where I saw the correlation between um, paddling in schools and and the cycle of violence, you know, I saw I I saw this kind of hypocrisy, where so much of the media um, obviously has been, for good with good intentions, has been paying attention to um, the bullying and and the conversation often seems to come from this peer to peer thing, but unfortunately the system. Uh, all too often perpetuates this hostility. You know, if you could get paddled by your teacher in school, what does that say about the the kind of culture of the school? And especially when all the data points to the the fact that it just doesn't work. It's not how you problem solve. It's not how you um, uh, address a conflict is through physical force or psychological force. Uh, it's just it's not how um, things get reconciled. So. You know, it's unfortunate that we've had this, uh, you know, this epidemic. But I think what's equally as unfortunate is that we've we've uh, tolerated the system, we've, uh, a system that um, is kind of really comfortable with the past, and uh, you know, uh, and 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 tolerates uh, uh, kind of looking the other way when it comes to means of disciplining uh, our kids. And, and look, it's, it's a quid pro quo. If, if you know, if I'm going to fight to uh, create um, a culture that, that you know, makes a, uh, for just discipline in the school system, then it's incumbent on the students themselves uh, to do the right thing and learn how to problem solve it properly. And, and there's just no, like, bullying is just, it's weak. You know, for me, I think bullying is, uh, is just a lazy way out and, um, uh, and it's not sustainable and shouldn't be tolerated. Uh, and, um, you know, now with three young kids, I now see it. I see the, you know, how much it's in the air, you know, amongst, uh, you, you know, all Americans. Um, and I can't imagine for folks that, are disabled um, that uh, become, you know, unjust targets uh, of of the bullying. It's, it's it's even that much more disgraceful. So of course I'm there for them. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Yeah. Well, as I've told you before, Mark, there are 54 million Americans living with disabilities. I am one of them because I'm living with epilepsy and mm-hmm. a hearing loss. Mm-hmm. And you decided you were going to help us. You're partnering with the American Association of People with Disabilities, which is the largest cross-disability membership group in the United States. Mm-hmm. But once again, you are a celebrity, even though you don't think you are. I'm telling you, you are. You're a major celebrity, and yet you chose to help us. Why? Why did you do that? Well, you know, I... I it, it, interestingly enough, I when I got introduced uh, to the group, 
Um, I, I really just like the, the team, uh, that, that I'd met and then the, the mandate. I think that there was a lot of congruency in, in, uh, the organization's goals, um, uh, certainly around this, the conversation around bullying. I, to be fully transparent, needed an education myself, and the AAP, AAPD was able to help give me an, uh, a better education on some of the things that they have been doing and have been advocating for. And I just saw a tremendous amount of alignment, um, and in a in a kind of um, a very nice gesture, uh, they as they were planning for this year's gala, they asked me to get involved, and I was very flattered by that. Um, and of course, they said yes. And I found that the what I was excited about was this creative challenge that they kind of tasked me to help out as they um, as the organization is kind of doing a rebranding, if you will, um, uh, and kind of getting all of their consumer-facing materials together, all of their marketing materials, and all their you know messaging. You know, me being kind of a marketing ex- expert and having a a view on the marketplace. I felt that it was really a cool creative challenge to lend my services and my time. And uh, it's a great pleasure. So I'm, I'm excited to, to see what people think at the gala and if they see some of my handwriting on the event. And, um, and also, hopefully, for folks that aren't going to be able to make it to see the imprint that we're, you know, hopefully my point of view is going to bring to the table in just all the assets that we produce because of the event and the look and feel of the, the, the new website. And, you know, uh, it was just a really cool creative challenge. And, you know, I love this idea of, you know, empowering or, you know, being powered, like this idea of like owning your disability and like taking the power back. And um, and the notion of how the new AAPD is establishing the new branding um, around this idea of power and being prideful, uh, and um, I just love the attitude of it. Uh, so uh, it's a it's a great um, creative challenge, and hopefully, folks that pay attention to the gala and then obviously some of the byproducts of, of what we'll produce for the gala. It's one of the things that was important, you know, um, Cheryl mentioned before the runway show, you know, it's not as much a runway show as a, as a series of video assets that we're going to produce for the event because I think it's important that if you couldn't be there, that you're still able to experience with those that were there, you know, um, uh, were able to experience. So we're, we're going to be producing a whole bunch of really cool content um, uh, for the event that will get to be redeployed uh, by the organization and, and hopefully will get the word out. Well, that is so great. You know, it really is. And you know that one thing you said about power? See, it's a paradigm shift. People with disabilities mm-hmm. have been pitied, put mm-hmm. in the corner, told they're inferior, but we've got to get back our muchness. We've got to get it. we got to power on. And, you know, mm-hmm. you never should be ashamed you have a disability. I'm not. That's just part of who I am. Right. That's you right. You need to speak up and not be ashamed. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think that's a really powerful, that concept is, is it, first of all, it's strong. Second of all, it's true in life um, with, for, uh, of, of people. Um, and some of, and it's certainly from a style perspective, I know this is maybe a little bit of a non sequitur, but, you know, you could take someone that's all pretty and perfect and put a whole bunch of nice clothes on them that's equally pretty and perfect. At the end of the day, they have no style. See, style is something that comes from the inside, it comes from the guts to the skin, 
right? And I've seen people that have been challenged in their lives, uh, that come from, you know, uh, backgrounds or uh, backstories that, you know, seem um, like uh, with obstacles too great to bear. And those are the people that have the greatest style to me, those that can overcome it, those that can own it, that can live with it, those that could empower those around them, that empower themselves to move forward. Those are the ones that exude and gush style. Fashion is really kind of a, you know, you could just put a sticker on it, right? You could put lipstick on it. That's fashion. Style is something from the guts to the skin. And the community, um, you know, and the, and the power of that message and the AAPD taking that kind of posture to help socialize that message is just, a, is a, to your point, a total game changer uh, and a total paradigm shift. And I'm eager to help, uh, you know, build those materials for you guys and help get that message out. Well, that is a message we need to get out. That is a powerful message because, mm-hmm. to, you know, Ted Kennedy Jr. said to me, we are the last big civil rights movement. And mm-hmm. it's true because we have the highest unemployment of any group in the United States, and we have yep. had that, you know, since the ADA was signed. Seventy percent of Americans with disabilities are not even part of the workforce. Mm. People still see people with disabilities, whether they have epilepsy, wheelchair, blind, deaf, uh, as, you know, there's a stigma. They're uncomfortable. And, of course, they make people with disabilities feel uncomfortable and always feel like, I am not the pretty one. I hope you listen to what Mark said. I hope you listen to what he said. And also, Mark, as I told you earlier, we've got, thousands of young people with disabilities, such as what you mentioned earlier, learning disabilities, Mm -hmm. and they have pretty much given up their muchness, their dreams, because they have been so significantly bullied. For example, this young man I heard speak in my class, he said, I Mm -hmm. have a learning disability, so they call me stupid, they call mm. me freak. They call me idiot. But then there are girls who are blind that they call uh, uh, blind Barbie. Um, mm. And, I mean, I just could go on and on. But for those listening to you right now that are going through this so much that they're even contemplating suicide, what's your message mm. to them? Well, I, I, you know, that... You, that your your world and your experiences and your your purpose here on this planet shouldn't be defined by the the instant that you're living in right at that moment and that there's a reason that it's no consolation prize but there's certainly often in life it's just the order of things that there's a purpose or a reason that you're experiencing these things channel it don't let it get the best of you um, and it's uh, your ability to sustain through those things and those 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 horrible kind of challenges um, that are really baseless, you know, and are, are frankly by other people lazy, you know. They get other people just are are lazy in wanting to to, to take pot shots and and poke fun at people for uh, or, or create obstacles for you, you know. Um, own it. Take the power back channel it a lot more like Tai Chi you know sometimes you don't fight back with blunt force but you can fight back with the power of the wind you know that's a you know if you study Tai Chi it's this idea of you know make them make your opponent bend like the wind without having to strike I think if the community 
could help channel those stories, take that energy, and reverse that energy back. You could you could be, uh, create powerful momentum for uh, um, you know others. Because to succeed through those kind of hardships is, and to share the story of success and and to journey through that becomes powerful in and of itself. Because others are in fact experiencing that. They need to hear stories of one's ability to overcome these challenges. Um, those those stories in and of themselves become fuel to, to help the next one and the next person to pay it forward. Um, so, you know, keep your head up. Um, there's a purpose for this. There's a reason. Sometimes, you know, it's not like, like I said, it's not a great consolation prize to hear, well, there's a reason. Everything happens for a reason. You know, after a while you say, well, what the, you know, then I'm sick of the reason. You know, but it is the way that it happens, and sometimes you, you look for that reason to be there. On the minute, in the moment that it happens, it's not there. She comes later on, and, and when she comes, she's graceful, and and the she being a metaphor, uh, and she uh, has purpose, and uh, she's wise. And know that there's power in knowing that that uh, you could channel that. Uh, that's what I would. Uh, that's what I would share with people. Well, that is a great, that is great. Listen to him. You know, he's one of the cool ones. Remember, I've told you this before. The people that are bullying you, saying you're the freak, just remember, you're the cool one. That's right. They're not cool. It's lazy. It's just lazy. If they're bullying you, if they're, you know, taking a a pot shot because you're physically um, disabled or something, you know, physical that makes you look different than, you know, what the, quote, normal people, you know, like, look, they're just, they're not interesting. Those people, they're, they're, they're taking the lazy route and, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not what you, you know, what they don't realize and it's often those people are so fixated on what people make of them, you know, what they look like or what they make or how they dress or what they're listening to. And they're not concerned with the most important thing is which, which is which how people make you feel. That's the most important currency. As long as you're not in the business of making people feel bad and you're not ruining anyone else's day, don't let them ruin yours. That's right. That is so true. Hey, I think we have a caller on the line. We have a caller. Go ahead, caller. Hey, Mark. This is Mark Periello from AAPD. How's it going? Hey, Mark. What's the good word? <laughs> um, well, look, I, I don't have a specific question for you, um, but I, what I wanted to do was just um, convey my gratitude and thanks for everything that you are doing for AAPD. Um, if folks don't know, Mark was actually instrumental in helping us with the new website design, um, the new logo that we just unrolled, and the stuff that you are doing uh, for the gala is outstanding, and so I want to thank you. Um, you talked about paying it forward. You are paying it forward. Cheers, man. My pleasure. We're having a good time, too. Cool. Thank you. Hey, thank- Mark, Mark is our CEO of AAPD, and he is also awesome. Hey, Mark, yeah. thank you for calling in. You got it. Have a great day, you too. All right. Hey, we're uh, live on uh, Twitter and on Facebook because I can only take so many calls on the show. So here we go um, from a Dan in Minnesota. Mark, thank you so much for everything you're doing, everything you're saying. Uh, I know that you're taking time to talk to young people like us. 
I've got to tell you, I've had a hard time with bullying, and and I'm I'm glad we have a hero. No, oh, cheers, man. The hero, look, I you know I don't know that I'm a hero, but uh, I could, I could help share what I've learned in life and how I see the world. The world's not so flat as people want to make it seem. You know, when someone, you know, uh, relinquishes in the lazy exercise of bullying, it's kind of like, you know, back in the day before Christopher Columbus, everyone just presumed the world is flat. Things are more dimensional than that, and uh, they're not willing to see the the world in 3D. Just know that about them. That's right. Um, I, I can only read a few of these, but here's Linda from Kansas. Uh, Mark, I just love you, and I'm going to always buy your clothes because now I know it doesn't matter if I do have a physical disability, even if people tell me I can never look good, I believe I can. That's right. That's right, because you can. It's from the inside out, your beauty. And, you know, that, that, that sounds like, you know, you know, every mother tells their child they're beautiful on the outside and inside. Not, unfortunately, not everyone sees the world that way. You know, the, 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 the most beautiful people that I've ever met have nothing to do with what they look like on the outside. It's the ones that whose personality and their um, their style exudes just gushes. Let that part of you gush. Let that part be in, uh, uninhibited um, and just go for it. You know, and that's where you're going to find your voice. It's that unique inner voice that drives uh, people to remember you. won't be what you wore. It won't be exactly how you looked on that day with that light or that, you know, in that event or on that dress or with that, you know, um, uh, they'll remember you for how you made them feel. And that's the, the, the most important thing that uh, you could hold on to. And as long as no one's stripping you from that ability to take away your ability to provoke people into feeling something, um, then uh, really no excuses. No excuses. And I just want to tell you, um, we, we have hired people who are scarred or a burn victim and mm-hmm. are the most beautiful people on the inside. And let me tell you, this is a fact. You can be around someone that at first you see them, wow, they're really good. They're really beautiful. They're really handsome. Mm-hmm. Then you get mm-hmm. around them and, oh, they're really mean or selfish. or Sure. And all of a sudden, they don't look that attractive anymore. Right. Whereas yeah. you can be around someone that maybe originally someone else would say something Oh, look at them. But then you're around them, and they're so wonderful, and they're so great, that all of a sudden, they're really looking good to you. That's right. Don't you believe that, Mark? A hundred percent. That's a hundred percent. That's the way that, you know, we're programmed. At the end of the day, it's often, uh, you you know, um, we, we, you know, society maybe tries to counter against that programming, right? Like, because we have all this imagery um, or this, these, these illusions of perfection, um, and in reality, uh, the the parts, the the you know the, the the things that are really beautiful might not fit into that perfect you know square box that's defined uh, so also often, um, even by my industry, you know, and I, I know that I'm a part of perpetuating that to a certain extent. Um, you know, I think uh, it's the truest thing, though. I, I can't tell you how many people that I've met who have been cast as the most beautiful person 
you know, they're being perfect features, everything, and then they just spend 10 minutes with them and you want to throw up. It's just the worst, you know, because in the, the truth is, is from the inside out, there's no style. They're just all, it's vapid. There's no there there. Um, there's no substance. Or worse yet, they're just sometimes mean. They're just mean. Or they're just not nice people, right? Uh, and then suddenly all that beauty just evaporates. Isn't that so true? Boy, yeah. you hit the nail on that. That is exactly true. That mm-hmm. is so true. And, you know, I told this to Mark when he first got on with me before before the show started, how overwhelmed that I was that, you know, here we are. We have our fundraising committee meeting for the gala, AAPD. And then Mark Periella tells me, yeah, Mark Echo's coming. I said, what? Yeah, and he did. He came to our, <laughs> to our meeting. Um, and so, you know, you're really, you have goodness. You know that? Oh, That's what thank you, have. you. You have goodness. So I have to ask you, yeah. who had that impact on you? I, you know, the, I think, uh, you know, probably my parents, you know, my parents. And like I said before, my twin sister, Marcy, I think, um, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, my parents just, uh, you know, they, they, they were just always very unassuming and I'm very grateful to still have them. They're, they're healthy and, um, thank God. And, uh, they, uh, I think, uh, they're, you know, just their, um, they gave that to me, I guess, you know, I think it comes from that. I really do. I just think, uh, the, just the feedback from since I was a kid and, uh, and the appreciation for those, those kind of values. Yeah. And even the grandmother that liked your uh, artwork, hey, sure. I said it before, I'll say it again, who knew? See, yeah. when you support young people, you just never know what could happen. Now, let me just tell all of you right now, Mark Echo, I've got to say it, I can't help it, help the yourself. echo of equality for all <laughs> Americans living with disabilities. <laughs> Folks, you know, we don't have very many people of this stature doing all this for us. So you all have to go out and buy his line. I told you my birthday's tomorrow. First thing I said, I want something. Something that says Echo, the Echo logo. That's what I want. So, Mark, we we want to support you. Where do we purchase your clothing? I mean, what type of store do you go to to purchase your clothing? Uh, Well, we, we, um, uh, you know, we are available online. Uh, very much uh, at our own echo.com and then we uh, sell in Macy's various different Macy's department stores all across uh, the country and then if you go to echo.com and there's a store locator and we we actually have uh, the addresses of some of our own echo stores we have about a hundred of them around the country uh, but uh, yeah we're, we're we're pretty available I appreciate you saying that um, and suggesting that. Uh, it's not necessary. There's no strings attached here. I want to be helpful because uh, I, I think uh, it makes sense to be helpful and I see an opportunity so uh, to help uh, an organization who's really trying to, you know, do something rock and roll and, uh, you know, to the extent that I could help and be part of that storytelling um, as the organization really uh, elevates its game, its messaging. Um, I want to be a part of that. So I appreciate the, the, the notion, but no one needs to go buy anything, but that's very nice that you, you recommend that. I'm going to just tell you something. 
about him. Never met anyone this successful that when you say these things, it's almost like, oh, come on, you know, like they're bashful when we're talking about it. He did not tell me to say any of this. He did not tell AAPD to say any of this. But I'm saying it, and I'm going to keep saying it, and I'm going to say it everywhere I go, and I'm going to say it on here. Thank because you, see, we want people to know we're a power base. Yeah. To yeah. pay attention to us. Yeah. So, well. echo.com. That's hey, right. And if you're a parent, you're listening. It's echo.com. Since you are, since we are shilling, I will I will shill properly. It's e, it's E C K O. Yes. Yeah, E C K O, not E C H O, because you keep That's right. hearing me saying the echo of equality. E C K O. So That's if we right. make that brand, we'll have to say the echo of equality. E C K O. Cool. <laughs> That's how we would. That's cool. even better. Boy, you're just going to have to take my ideas and give it to your marketing yeah. department. And guess what? It's free. <laughs> All right, that's good. Come on. Well, listen, I know we don't have girl. a long. I know we don't have a long time here, so there are a couple questions sure. that I must ask you because everyone that's been on my show the last eight, eight and a half years now, I ask these last two questions. And the first sure. is, in your life. Now, I know this is going to be hard to answer because it's always hard for people to answer, but in your life, if you had to say what was your greatest accomplishment, what would you say? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that is one of those questions that, like, you know, those are, it's like what's your favorite ice cream or something or your favorite superhero. It's really hard to answer, right? Um, you know, I, I kind of feel like... Uh, I don't know that I have a great, the greatest accomplishment. I feel like I'm still working on it, you know? Um, and I, I, I would maybe imagine that others maybe have used that answer in the past, but, you know, I, I don't like to, you know, it definitely makes me for maybe being pleasant because I'm humble and, you know, uh, you know, he doesn't like all the, the accolades, but it also can make for me being a little bit tough because I'm very critical of myself. I, I like, uh, I constantly am pursuing what's next, right? So, um, because of that, I don't really stop to, you know, contemplate or overthink as if I've arrived at, uh, you know, what the greatest achievement would be because then that, that kind of, I think, um, it kind of maybe means that somehow uh, I'm finished or like I've arrived or like the work is done. You know, I constantly feel like I, we started this call on like that sense of discovery, that sense of needing to create or invent something that, that, that sense is what drives me. Um, so it, in one hand, it, it, you know, makes me pleasant, but on the other hand, maybe makes me uh, um, very tough on myself. Um, so, I would I would have to say the greatest what's given me the most joy um, are is, are my children, you know, uh, and that's a great accomplishment. Um, but you know, making kids is you know is easy. You know, raising them is, is the where the work is. So um, I'm still at it. I'll tell you, I'll, you know, report back at me once the kids are 18 and you know, supposedly adults. Let's see how well I did. <laughs> Well, I'm sure you will have done great. I'm going to tell you what I think is your greatest accomplishment, and I agree with you that I'm sure you're not there yet. Right. But, but so far, what I would say is that remember what you said about 
the person that on the outside, you know, they think they're beautiful, but, you know, it's fashion, not style. It's what's on the inside that Mm -hmm. is beautiful. Well, in the same vein, I would say that there are people that have become incredibly successful, known throughout the world, um, who are viewed as celebrities such as yourself. But then when you meet them, you think, oh, why did I think they would be different? And you know what? You are a true celebrity because you have a good heart and because oh. you look back in your wagon. You, yeah. Your twin sister did a good job keeping you grounded. So she to did. me, to be able to keep that treasure is just the thing that would make me say, oh, I hope you go on. I'm hoping you just make billions and billions of dollars because you're such a great person. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. I haven't thought of it as as, as an achievement or accomplishment, but uh, maybe there's some truth in that. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, hey, remember, echo, E-C-K-O, echo.com. Echo.com. Go buy something. The holiday season is coming. So if you have to choose, choose someone that's helping us. Remember that we're cool, that we have power, power on. That's right. Echo.com. That's right. Okay. So, Mark, if you had to leave one message with all of our listeners throughout the world, because this show will be replayed in 12 hours, Mm -hmm. what message would you leave for them? I would say, uh, you know, that the most important thing to to hold on to and to remember as your responsibility, your responsibility regardless of what, you know, hand that you've been dealt um, in life, is that your job ultimately that you're going to be remembered for and your existence will be how you make people feel. Don't get consumed with allowing people to ruin your day and uh, don't let them, don't ruin theirs. And to the extent that you can own that that um, ability to, 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 to really make an imprint on someone and uh, make that imprint last, it's going to be how you make them feel. And that takes you having to be self-reflective and, and of sober mind and, and thoughtful and, and, and thinking about, you know, how you're making those around you feel. And I think the folks that are within the community, the, 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 the disability community, um, the ones that have, a, that have amazing opportunities to be amazing leaders in, you know, from a civil rights perspective and just from a, a humanities perspective. And the, the, it's a very powerful um opportunity to message to a world that feels those uh, many folks out there that are able body that feel like they have everything against them um, and uh, if given some of the challenges that the folks are out there listening to uh, often have to overcome and are challenged with themselves if, if given those challenges to uh, to other communities I think it you would sober them up quite uh, quickly uh, so I think uh, this notion of, of being able to help us message this notion of, of you know, power and, and taking the power back and, and having the swagger. And to your point, Joyce, you know, uh, enlisting this community because they could be very powerful in numbers to informing a lot of uh, 
uh, policies that are created and making uh, um, a great difference in, in the civil rights uh, movement of America and really the world. And it's going to start here. It's going to start uh, here in America. And these, this is the generation that can do it. I mean, it's, it's, I feel like it's in the air. I feel like that um, with this hyper-consciousness around uh, bullying um, and then some of uh, the data points as it relates to uh, the community with disabilities in terms of disproportionately bullied, there's a great opportunity to kind of take it, take the power, not by blunt force, but like I said, by Tai Chi and uh, flip it, flip the script on everybody. And, uh, you know, and, and I think that's, that's a uh, amazing opportunity and, and, uh, and it's going to be challenging, but it can be done. I think the leadership between Mark and yourself, um, at the APD to do some really great stuff. And I'm excited to be out there in DC, uh, in, you know, a couple short months, um, and, uh, you know, contribute. Well, you are contributing March 21st. Right. AAPD Gala, March 21st at the Ronald Reagan Building in Washington, D.C. Go to AAPD.com. That's AAPD.com. Register now for the gala because with someone like Mark Echo involved, we know it's going to be sold out. March 21st, AAPD Gala. Mark, I want to thank you. I mean, thank I can't you, even envision how busy you are. Uh, oh, ECKO, Echo of Equality. I really appreciate you being on the show. Um, and just, just so you know, Mark, this show is archived. So we want schools across America to download this, you know, to help stop this bullying. Yep. Well, every, every, look, every little bit that we do to another rung up the ladder, we've got to keep cracking at it. Just got to keep cracking at it. That's right. Well, well so, we end every show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader or someone who is making a difference in America. So who other than Mark Echo, who says style is something that comes from the inside? Isn't that just what it's all about? Mark, thank you again. Thank you, Joyce, and thanks to all your listeners. I look forward to seeing you soon. All right. We love you. Thanks, Mark. And listen, everyone, see you next week. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters, at voiceamerica.com. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters, right here on the Internet Leader in Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.